with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm Crystal Darsh. Mostly sunny and eight today. Pretty much the same tomorrow. Down to minus one tonight. Right now it's zero with a wind chill of minus two. Last night in Vegas, the Oilers lost three nothing. The new player, Anasiu Athanasiu, has a lower body injury. Moving on. <laughs> First time we're not going to talk about it. Winnipeg Jets are here on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Our sister station, 630 Chet, is at the Mazankowski Alberta Heart Institute today for Heart Pledge Day. And Chris will be there from 10 until noon. You can make your donations at heartpledgeday.ca. And Becky is in court today on the college bribery scandal. Lawyers for the Full House actress Lori Laughlin and her fashion designer husband say the evidence shows they're innocent of paying bribes to get their daughters into USC. They believe their payments were donations. Oh, uh, sure they do. <laughs> go to prison. They need to go to prison to learn a hard a, lesson. A trial date may be set today. Do you think their prison is going to be a tough prison, Matt? Like, I don't care. Go yeah. to prison. <laughs> I, I, I don't care if it's the Ritz. They need to be punished. Now, I bet you they're prison will be more enjoyable than the day you will have just outside probably (laughs) they get three square meals a day somebody else cooks it you get lights out at nine o'clock prison sounds pretty good (laughs) lauren elena and ashley mcbride will announce the academy of country music award nominations actually just about any minute we'll find out also who will host the show which will be in vegas on april the 5th uh, coming up in a few minutes at the uh, too early for a question question, we've got four tickets to the Boat and Sportsman Show and, of course, Nash or Cash coming up at 7. I'm Crystal Darsh. Would you rather? The question is, would you rather with uh, the Leap Day coming up on Saturday? Yeah, it's a one in every four-year thing. By the way, we're going to talk to a Leap Baby a little bit later on this morning, but when we were talking about it yesterday, we said, is there anybody that has a baby that's due on the Leap Day on Saturday? And Cody called, and he said... I really would be okay with it for two reasons one fact of the matter is pretty cool to have a baby on a leap day because every four years right yeah different unique yeah second reason you can use it as a scare tactic if your kid's kind of a monster okay because you can tell the kid if he's he's acting that way he or she just say look if you're not going to smarten up you don't get a birthday next year you don't get a birthday the year after that <laughs> That's scare it. tactics. I like it. You're already thinking of discipline. Yeah, I don't know if this is your first kid, but you've already got parenting down pat. <laughs> well, people use Santa as a scare tactic, so why can't we use leap years as a scare tactic too? There you go. All right. Well, listen. You call us when this baby's born, and you let us know. Okay. Absolutely. I, I, I think the leap baby, the first leap baby born, should be like the New Year's baby. They, they should get some gifts and stuff at the hospital. Oh, sure. Because it's their only gifts they're getting in the next four years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I am 100% on board with that. Uh, who's calling? Cody. Cody, yeah, does your right. wife feel the same way about the leap year? Uh, I think she just wants him out of there. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Too early for a question. Question on what's going to be a gorgeous day. Eight degrees later on, if you can believe it. Uh, The question is, a recent survey says this is the most difficult thing to give up for Lent. What do you think the answer is, Murray? Chocolate. Oh, chocolate. Mm. I don't think, I still don't know the answer. I don't think that's the hardest thing for Chris to give up, so I don't think that's the right answer. No, but I do love the chocolate. It's not chocolate, Murray, but thanks for the great guest. Try, Try again, okay? John, what do you think the answer is? TV. Television. Yeah. John, guess what? What? You got it. I did? Yeah. Awesome. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I could give up TV. No th- Ain't no thing. 
<laughs> yeah, my wife can't. Yeah, I'm just like your wife. I can't. No, no chance. I've... Does that include sports, though? Yeah, define TV. Is oh, it, yeah. It's you know, streaming, yeah. is it? Everything you see on television. Yeah, exactly. Everything. Yeah. So I can have my phone still? No. I can watch it no, on my phone? That is, no, that's... If you're watching TV on your phone, you're still watching TV, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Hey, well, this is a pretty awesome. You sound pretty excited. It, you don't normally win things this time of the morning, I, do you? I don't, no. Okay, I well, you, you just did. And uh, you're going to the Edmonton Boat and Sportsman Show. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. And you've got four tickets. You can drag your wife away from the television and take her to the Boat and Sportsman Show. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. About the number one most difficult thing to give a, uh, give up during Lent, and it was watching television, and it was watching TV or using streaming services. So, Crystal, it was kind of all of that stuff. Thanks for defining that. Yeah. Uh, but, so I'm in the bathroom watching my phone. Yeah, no, that would be cheating. <laughs> um, that would be cheating. Uh, but uh, anyway, the, the, the top seven, uh, of course, we've already know that uh, TV is the number one. Uh, number seven would be fast food, to give up fast food for land. How long is land? Is it 40 days? Yep. 40 days. Uh, fast food, that'd be a difficult one for you? Yes. Okay. Extremely. All right. Number six, alcohol for 40 days? All right. That'd be N- tough. Number five, soda pops. Don't drink pop. Don't drink pop. Okay, you'd be fine with that. Uh, number four, chocolate. Ain't no thing. I, I, can... I think I could probably give up anything if I had to, but what's the payoff? Well, yeah, sure. Am you I going could. to heaven guaranteed? Okay. <laughs> I'll do it then. Okay. <laughs> uh, number three, social networking. Could you give up uh, your Facebook, your Twitter, your I need Instagram? I for my job. I'm sorry. Yeah. If I wasn't on the radio, I wouldn't be on any social media. Yeah. Really? Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Can't would, be bothered. I'd be the same, probably. Number two, caffeine. Yep. You could give up coffee. I was decaf forever, and then I finally gave up because it's so hard to get decaf all right. when you go on vacation, and you get you buy decaf whole beans, and they're all dried out. and all right. So I just finally, um, give me the real, real stuff. Okay. And you? Yeah. Nah, I have a coffee once, twice a week. And we know what that does to you. It, straight to my guts. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm having one right now. Yeah. It's happening soon. Yeah, he'll be leaving soon. All right. Television, number one. What about you? What's the most difficult thing that you could give up? Seven, you couldn't give up. 780-421-1039 or text us at 103939. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Fast food, alcohol, soda, chocolate, social networking, caffeine, and watching television. The hardest things to give away, uh, give up for Lent in that order. We're asking, what about you? Pierogies. <laughs> it's a true Ukrainian text that I can't, can you, not can't go give up, give up pierogies? That's a lot of pierogies. Mm. How many, how many times, I would ask that person, and if they're listening, please yeah. respond to this. How many times do you eat pierogies a week, wow. in a week? I love them. Now I want them, but I yeah. can't give them up. All right. Uh, another crystal. What could you not give up? thing I could give up is money. Okay. <laughs> to elaborate on that is because what if I want to ride the bus? What if I want to take a cab? What if I want to buy a chocolate bar? Okay. Well, so you're saying you would you still have your card or you just cash in general? Cash just, in general, like you don't have any money, you no, have no bank money. account, nothing. Well, you know what? You could relate to my new neighbor, the Buddhist monk who lives beside me. I don't think he has any uh I don't think he's got an RRSP at the local. No. It, everything kind of gets taken care of somehow some way. So, you know what? If that happened to you, somehow some way it would all get taken care of. Somebody like Matt would step up and buy everything for you. Oh, really? So he'd Thanks, buy Matt. my groceries and Being everything? a um poor Radio announcer and a man of convenience, that's a hard no. <laughs> I'm more likely to become the monk. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I'm so excited about this. I can tell you, 
that I've been on the radio for over 30 years. Talk to a lot of important people. Oh my gosh. The who's who. We've had Santa Claus on the show. Garth Brooks a few times. (laughs) (laughs) And Santa Chris like, well, Garth Brooks. What about Garth Brooks? (laughs) This one's pretty exclusive, though. Yeah, this is. And Crystal somehow. I think my street cred just shot through the roof when you found out that I had this phone number. We said it's National Tooth Fairy Day, and you said, hey, I happen to have her number. I'm like, what? Come again? I says, pardon? Pardon? (laughs) So anyway, she is standing by. She's on the line. Hey, Tooth Fairy, good morning. Crystal, my dear, not seen you since you were a baby. How are those teeth doing? <laughs> How are those teeth doing? They Crystal? look like veneers, Tooth Fairy. I don't know. She's keeping good care of them. <laughs> They're fine. Hey, yeah, you're coming from the guy that's having a lifesaver. What are you sucking on there, Matt? <laughs> Just pure sugar pills. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know you shouldn't eat those things for your teeth. They're very bad for you. Okay. Thank Fair you, enough. Tooth Fairy, because. I, 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 we got so many things on this Tooth Fairy Day. We got so many questions, and, and hopefully you've got some answers for us. When do you stop delivering teeth? Like if Matt, like, she doesn't the, deliver the teeth, well, she deliver the cash. Sorry, the when do you stop giving money for teeth? Because Matt is probably going to lose a couple there. I can see him from here. I can. Matt, there is a few rotten yellow baked bean ones in here. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, you need to know that to get the cash for your teeth, and indeed to have the teeth removed and taken away, you do need to believe. truly believe really in your heart and we do find that somehow young people get rather skeptical kind of when they get into middle school or maybe even a bit earlier so we can't we can't be notified about your teeth and yes you unless you believe and that's how the notification works that you've lost a tooth it's on the belief network and so then we'll pick up your tooth and it doesn't really matter whether it's a good tooth or a bad tooth but i'm not sure do you know what we do with the teeth? Um, so with the teeth, when we take them, we use good teeth to make furniture. We have a lot of uh, fairy crafts people, and they make really nice furniture. The bad teeth, obviously, there's just not so much stuff in there that we can use. We can maybe make a little stool or something out of it, but it's not so good. So we do prefer good teeth to bad teeth. Well, how very oh serial killer of you, Tooth Fairy. <laughs> But I can see that, that that hard enamel on the outside, it's it totally working. Might be a little slippery, but... This got dark really fast. <laughs> well, I, I did not... Yeah, we did not know what you did with the teeth. I was going to ask what you did with the teeth, but now we know you make stools out of them. Uh, very, very few people seem to understand what we do with teeth. So, and it's for our point of view, it's important that they're in good shape. Nothing goes to waste. The Tooth Fairy's no. carbon footprint is very small. <laughs> That's right. No waste. No, reduce, reuse, and recycle, Tooth Fairy. I get it. Now, now, what's the going rate? The going rate, that's a question I get a lot. The going rate with teeth is very variable. And we look at a lot of things throughout the world. The going rate varies dramatically. But in Canada, at the moment, it is quite dependent on a thousand things. And it, we have to put it through uh, like a fairy dust computer to calculate it, um, which is kind of complex. Most mortals can't really understand the process. But so it is quite variable, but at the moment it's ranging from two to five dollars. Okay. Is the computer made out of teeth? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is Kiss and Love Court. We do have Nasher Cash coming up at seven o'clock this morning, but we've got a, a great text message. Go ahead. 
After hearing your love court about the baby names, it inspired me to text about my name predicament. I'm getting married next month to the love of my life. She's not going to take my last name. I know she has a right to make her own decision, and I totally respect that, but I still feel that not taking my name, she's got one toe out the door, so to speak. I want her to be as close to me as possible, which doesn't help. Plus, my three brothers are all married, and their wives took the name. So that's kind of a kick in the pants. What do you guys think? Hmm. It's funny because I've got a daughter who's getting married this year, and I don't know what they're going to do with her last name. I'm not exactly sure. Well, fella, I can give you a piece of advice. It's none of your business. Yeah. <laughs> you got to let her make her decision. It's her person, her name, her call. Interesting. My, and that is coming from a man whose <laughs> wife kept her last name. How does, how does that go? Tradition is peer pressure from dead people. Yeah. Although these people are alive, but it's almost like it's her name and her life. I understand it that it can be frustrating, right? Because, you know, you see your brothers and you, it, it's a piece of love. It's that connection yeah. that you feel. Like, this woman took my name. That's how much she loves me. Right. She doesn't love you any less if she doesn't. Right. I think. I hope. Yeah. Or ask my wife. Okay. <laughs> I would like a guy to know what it feels like to literally change your name. It's oh. something you've had your entire life. And there's so much to it, And right? I don't resent doing that. Yeah. But it's it's huge. It's like, you know, you can change your hair color, you can change your clothes, but it's lit, it's part of your identity. If you, you changed your name, right? I did, and I, I didn't want to the first time I got married, and I kind of feel like I was pushed into it. Yeah. And I was fine this time, but if I had... I, don't yeah. know, I can't really. It's 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 part of your. You know, when someone calls your name and you turn and look at them and yeah. like, what's your first name? But still, it's part of your name. I guess. When you're on your third last name, does it uh, kind of ease the pain a little? <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I don't feel like I have any any skin in the game. I really. don't. Right? Yeah, my wife took uh, took my name, but and I, it was never questioned. I mean, at that point, it, I think it's less common now. But back. When we got married 27 years ago, I think it was more common. To There's just not a lot of women. Well, I shouldn't say this, but yeah. there's probably fewer women in Thorsby saying, I'm going to keep my own name. Yeah, could be. All right. 7804211039, as always. You're the judge and jury when it comes to Kiss and Love Court. What should this person do? Should they be worried? Do they think they've already got a foot out the door or just say, let her keep her name and don't worry about it? It'll all work out. Here's Chris Lane on Kiss and Country. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is Kissin' Love Court. Yeah, we've got Nasher Cash coming up at 7 o'clock, so 12 minutes away. But again, if you're just tuning in, welcome to the show. My name is Chris Sheets. We've got Crystal Darsh over there and Matt DeBurr straight hey. ahead. Hey. We all have last names, so we're talking about last names this morning. Uh, there's a couple that are getting married, and uh, the guy reached out because his soon-to-be wife does not want to take his name uh, and he's just kind of like ooh I don't know I've got a bad feeling about this so we're asking what you're feeling about it is and the texts are rolling in he should have talked to her about it before they got engaged mm. I'm sure they've talked at some point this isn't like alright there's the bridegroom reveal and then they talk about last names before they head to the altar I'm sure they talked about it, right? It's not very romantic to bring up about when you. Yeah, when you I don't know. I, I think the, I don't think it's you, a discussion that we all have to have. Yeah, but you don't bring it up right away, and then all of a sudden you're you're in love, and then what? It's kind of like all of a sudden you you know you don't ask on your first date if you're going to take my name or we're going to have kids or you know yeah. that kind of stuff doesn't typically happen. And then yeah, here's another text. I hyphenated my name and our daughters as well. Hmm, that's an interesting, you know, because my son is just Deburs. Right. 
But your wife has got her maiden name. Yes. So okay. that's, that's his middle name, is her maiden name. Right. Okay. See, and my mom married my adopted dad when I was seven, and I my last name changed, and they had to sit me down and explain to me why my name was changing. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. Sometimes the kid thing causes a confusion, I guess, and the thing that people are, you know, have a problem with. What's your take? Well, I got a double twist for you. All right. Okay. Uh, we're getting married. Um, we're both in, on our second marriage. Yeah. Uh, she does not want to change her name, but she still has her married name, not even her maiden name. Okay, so she has her first husband's last name, and she's now marrying you. Yes, sir. And she wants to keep it. Yes. How does that make you feel? Um, let's say not so well. Yeah. <laughs> How about you change your name? What up? To that guy's name? <laughs> okay. I'm Mr. Okay, Ron me, Hutchinson. So, so my name, Darsh, is my first married name. Yeah. Now, I have another legal name that I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. But everyone, a lot of people call my husband, hey, Mr. Darsh. And it's not him. It's not. <laughs> and that, so he's okay with it. Okay. And that, that could happen to you, right? People could start calling you Mr. So-and-so. Uh, no. No? Uh, no, I, I would correct them. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you're not afraid to crack a few skulls. Well, if you don't want to change your name, why should she have to? Okay, I do understand that if she had her maiden name. Yeah. Her family name. But why is she hanging on to his name? Why is she hanging on to the guy she was married it's to? it's been her name for years and she's used to but it. But she's leaving that that door that cracked but with the touch open. Does she have... Dude, not. still there, yeah. Does, does she have children with that name? Um, yes. Okay. So that may be a reason. Grown, but they're grown. They're grown up. Okay. Yeah, so and she and she uh, can make a decision. Well, oh, yeah, 100%. She can make her decision. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's the process of the idea of her keeping his name but not wanting my name. She can make a decision. That doesn't mean you you, you should be good with it. We don't want a runaway groom situation. You if guys need to find some middle ground. If you changed your name to that name, then it would be your name. Whoa, no, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> I think the skull he's going to crack first is crystals. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Joining us on the phone right now, all the way from Viking, Alberta, God's country, is Alana Squire. Now, Alana, Leap Day is coming up on Saturday, and you've got a special birthday on Saturday, don't you? I guess so. Yeah, you got it. Alana, how old are you turning, girl? I will be 56. Okay. What's your so What's your leap birthday? 14 and leap years. <laughs> oh, snap, girl. That's straight fire. <laughs> how are you going to get here? You're not old enough to drive. 14? I bet your Instagram's on fleek. <laughs> I'll, get my, I'll get my husband to drive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're married at 14. Are you a child bride? <laughs> I, I guess I am. Hey. I pretty much was, though. She is from Viking. I mean, it makes complete sense. They, You know what? They get married early in Viking, don't they? Yeah, but at least he's not my cousin. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> That's a Calgary thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so what's What's it like having a leap birthday, being 14 years old? Actually, it was uh, it's kind of fun as a kid. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it was, eh? It was always, well, it was very special when I actually got one. Yeah. So every four years, you finally get a birthday. I, yeah. I, I did the math, and I'm thinking, was it 2012? You was your, yeah, 2012 was your champagne birthday. You were 12 in 2012, technically. So did you celebrate? You remember your 2012 birthday? No, I don't. Okay, well then she you was must. Wasted. She was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I wondered if it would be weird because you never really, you know, only once every four years do you actually get, you know, a legitimate birthday. But you, you always managed. Your parents managed. Oh and yes, we always managed, but it always had to be in February. 
Oh, okay. Okay. So, so, they tried sneaking it on March 1st. It didn't work because I wasn't born in March. Right. So we always had it before. We I wondered how that worked. Do you get to pick and choose whatever day or is it usually the last couple in February? Oh, uh, well, my grandparents had an anniversary on the 27th, so it was usually just a big family deal. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. Grandma, for stealing your thunder. <laughs> <laughs> So here's the deal. You're you've agreed to come in. We've got a a, a young lady, 14, same age as you, that's oh, going to cool. come in on on Friday morning, uh, just after eight o'clock, after we play Nash or Cash, and we'll have a little contest. We'll find out which one of you knows your 14 stuff the best. I mean, I mean, you're probably up to date on everything. You know all about the Kardashians, oh, don't you? Oh yeah, no, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're on TikTok, right? She's going to blow me out of the water. Sure. <laughs> and then we might even do a little bit of driving questions just to see how you got your learners you got to right? get your learner's license i do i gotta get my learners you've got to stop relying on that husband to drive you everywhere <laughs> <laughs> all right it just sounds wrong <laughs> it does. she's a child bride crystal get used to it <laughs> just so so just after eight o'clock friday we'll see you here and you're going okay. to have you're going to have the battle of the 14 year olds and we promise to do something special for you how does that okay. sound Sounds good. Okay. Now, this okay. is really uh, awkward because now we got to let you go carry on. You've got the grandkids there. I do. Yeah. 14-year-old with grandkids. Yeah, That's well, my mind-blowing. That sounds like Honey Boo Boo's family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Not quite that bad. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, what's going on? It's John Party. Hey, John. How are you? I'm chilling. Just got a cup of coffee, too. My day is much better. How do you take your coffee? Black. How a boy. Did you dial yourself? Don't you have people to do that for you? I'm on my house phone. Oh. I, I'm old school. I'm 1994. I got a house phone. Okay. Tell me it's one of the like the old dial ones. The rotary know? phone. The rotaries. <laughs> no, I'm not that old school. Thomas Edison, <laughs> he's got the earpiece and the mouthpiece. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just don't have a lot of service out here sometimes. I live out in the country, so it's, it's nice to have a landline to call people when I <sighs> like, don't want to. Of, out. of course, John Party lives out in the country, and he likes his coffee black. I mean, seriously, you are you are country, my friend. We want to thank you very much for bringing a little bit of uh, a steel guitar back uh, to the format, and it's working out pretty well for you, isn't it? I've been doing it the whole time. Finally made enough noise, I guess. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I feel like everybody's kind of bringing every influence that they love to country music, and, and my influences were 90s country and, and 80, late 80s and... Uh, you know, all my like the Waylands and the Merles and and George Strait and Alan Jackson. It's like those are my influences. So I think that's why my music sounds so more traditional. Yeah, know? yeah. Because I mean, Cam Brown's a good buddy of mine, and you know he he loves traditional, but he's, he's also he he dabbles in some pop stuff, and and you know he his background and music's different than my background, but we're all in the same boat, and we all love hanging out and, and support each other. So. It's uh, it's pretty cool time in country music. It's not us against them. And, you know, I've been here for over 30 years, and, and when I introduce Heartache Medication now, I feel like I'm introducing a Mark Chestnut song from early in my career. And, uh, love it. And that's a cool thing. And, and you, you you take that as a compliment too, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. I love Mark Chestnut. You didn't have your hat backwards, and then somebody said, hey, you know what? You should put on some Wranglers and a belt buckle because that's going to work for you. That's the man you've always been. Oh, yeah. I had long hair at one point, but I was rock cowboy. I, I still... I asked my fiance if I can grow my hair out again. She's like, "No, so. <laughs> just do it." <laughs> Long hair cowboy hat. It's cool, man. Little Morgan. Little, little Morgan. Morgan Wallen's got that taken care of. But you know what? He's missing his 
on the sides. <laughs> the the mullet. <laughs> hey, yeah. John Party's with us. We've got you on the phone because we've got an incredible contest right now. It's Nash or Cash. It's the Tennessee Takeover. We've been doing this for five or six years, and people are so pumped that you're going to be the artist they get a chance to see. And they get they get the decision. You probably heard about this, right? They get the choice of, of being entered into the draw to come for the trip, or they can take a shot at one or $1,000. We had a, a recent winner. He, he won 1000 bucks, and he said, sorry, John Party. I got a thousand bucks, but you're going to tell everybody why they should choose uh, Nash instead of cash. Well, if you like the party, you like to have a good time, I'd choose the Nashville thing. Or if you're broke and you need to pay off some bills, I'd choose a thousand dollars. So it's up to you. But the people who come to Nashville are going to talk about it for the rest of their life. That's going to be the difference. You're just going to have one more bill to pay. <laughs> What's another bill on top of a bill? <laughs> it's it's no big deal. Uh, we have to ask you how how is your your personal life going? Tell everybody what your fiance's name is. Uh, Summer Fun Carolyn Duncan. <laughs> she has four names. Summer Fun. Summer Fun. Like oh. uh, <laughs> uh, for a second there, Summer Fun Party. Oh yeah. Her parents cool. were hippies. When you proposed to her at the Ryman, did you know that she would say yes? Because that could have been real awkward. Ah, uh, pretty much news can be yes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you're going to take a shot at the Ryman, <laughs> you yeah. know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. You're amazing. Well, you know what? We can't wait to see you at the end of May down in Nashville. I mean, you know, tell everybody that's never been to Nashville why it is the best place on the planet to visit. Well, if you like country music or just music in general, because there's music everywhere, and if you like beer or any kind of alcoholic beverage, you're going to like Nashville because that's everywhere. And if you like dancing... You can dance your you can dance your face off here. You can go booty dance up stairs of Whiskey Row or go country dance somewhere. I don't know. So you can ride around a, a wagon with a John Deere pulling you. You do all kinds of stuff here. Yeah. Sounds like Vegas. It is. Smash Vegas. Are are you much of a dancer? You look like a two stepper. I can I'm all kinds of dancing. Yeah, when Summer asks you to dance, you go for it, don't you? We go dancing. We go we go all kinds of dancing. Yeah, yeah, you're awesome. Well, you know what? Thank you again for being who you are, and just, uh, just you can tell you're just you're just that guy, and 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 people get that, um, and 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 they love you for it. And every song is just a monster hit, and we're thrilled to play them, and we're thrilled that you agreed to be the guy that everybody gets a chance to see if they choose Nash instead of Cash. And like you said, a thousand dollars is a thousand dollars, but the memories that will be made on that trip, and that's why the huge majority of people are choosing the opportunity. You know, unless you, you know, just need to pay off some bills. But you know what? Next meal, next month, bill be back. <laughs> That's <laughs> so it right there. Bill, don't sound too bad. <laughs> you sold me the, the cash guy to go to Nash. <laughs> I should cross-stitch that and frame it and stick it on the wall. That's a great saying. That's great. John Party, thank you so much for joining us. All right, guys. You have a good day. John, just one more thing. Can you- You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.